0: Phenomenal. 5FM, celebrating Women's Day. day. Our phenomenal women sit down to chat with some more phenomenal
1: women. Let's say there's some young girls out there, they see Nadia Jafta, they love Nadia Jafta, and they want to be like Nadia Jafta one day. What's what's some advice that you could give them? Marilee sits down with online sensation and influencer Nadia Jafta. Welcome, Nadia. Thank you so much for joining us for the 5FM Phenomenal Women's Month podcast series Phenomenal. phenomenal fem that's the one <laughs> okay, that cool. is the one we're it's talking to some stuff. phenomenal woman for this and month and uh, it's just a pleasure to be able to sit down with you you're a YouTube and Instagram content creator yes. you have quite a formidable following you do a, you have a blog I don't have a blog you had a blog? I had a blog, yeah. You had a blog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been dabbling a little bit in music, yes. you do your fashion icon, sometimes a fashion designer every now and then, maybe yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit. Um, so you've got quite a lot on your plate, so it's amazing to have you here and I just really want to start off with, is there a goal that you've set for yourself that you haven't reached yet? Because you've sort of ticked a few things uh, off your list.
0: That I haven't reached yet is probably having my own like lucrative business okay that's something i'm working on at the moment amazing that's something that will be long-standing and provide longevity for the future
1: okay yeah that really is amazing um i wanted to ask imagine a couple of years ago a younger very hopeful nadia just graduated from uct what did you think your next step was gonna be where did you (laughs) think your career was gonna go um
0: i so i got a scholarship to study um to study in acting at the New York Film Academy in um, Los Angeles. Okay. So I was going to take a gap year and then go finish my masters um, the following year. And in that gap year, obviously my mother, you know, if you know colored mothers, you know that they don't like you just sitting around and doing nothing. Okay. So I decided to start my own clothing line and that's when I started to also dabble in blogging. So obviously that was like, you know, it was just started in
1: Cape Town. that was like, okay, cool, maybe you know maybe I can do this. So you didn't really have a, have a plan going into that gap year, but it no. sort of fell into place. And then when, when things started working out for you, did you sort of say, okay, maybe this is where I want to go from here on? I honestly, like, I never had, you know, some people
0: have, like, five-year plans, three-year plans, two-year plans. one I never had a plan. All I knew was that I didn't want to be in an office job from nine to five. Okay. So, in my head, and I still want to pursue acting. I still wanted to be in the entertainment industry.
1: Um, I still want to do my master's. There's, so much, there's still so much that I want to do, but I'm still going to do it. And where you thought maybe when you started studying you would be at the age you are now, and where you are now, is that like vastly different? It's so different because I think our perception changes when we're young because obviously when
0: when you're like 16 or 17, we think, oh, by the the time I'm uh, 25 or 26, I'm going to be married with kids and I'm going to have a successful career and I'm going to be moved (laughs) out and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be well on my way. But then by the time you get to, 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 to 25, you're still figuring your life out and you're still making steps and so you're still, true. you know, making changes in your life. So I'm, at, I'm in that, I would say I'm in that transitioning phase of my life right oh, now. And okay. I'm slowly starting to figure out more and more what I want to do
1: and the direction I want to go. Okay, amazing. You started out on YouTube. February 2016 was the first video that you posted on YouTube. Was it? I had a deal you know that. I'm having deja vu. I'm so glad I could be part of your deja vu. And I have deja vu music. That's so crazy. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh but yes, God. that's when you started, and um, I just wanted to know why you made the decision to go onto YouTube. Why YouTube as the platform you chose? Um, so you, so I, I think at the time Instagram only allowed
0: you to put fifteen-second videos on. Okay. So there's not much. There wasn't Rude. much I could yeah. do with that. You know, it's not enough time to show people who you are, what you're about, and everything. So I started on YouTube, and obviously I tried to follow, follow the formula that everyone was doing. I, I, made my mom empty the windy house, I made them build like these shelves so I can put my candles on it and my plants on it, just like so have that, you know, that YouTube background. Absolutely. And you know, I would like walk in and like stand in front of the wall, <laughs> <and> just like <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be. Like this is what I'm supposed to do as a YouTuber. But that formula didn't really work out for me. Um, because I think people could see that I wasn't being myself. Okay. Because, you know, people can see through that. And then when I started showing a bit more of my playful side and a bit more of my family and a bit more of my personality, that's when people
1: started to really latch on to what I was doing. Yeah. So it was a, a huge sort of learning curve from that first video to to finding something that really worked for you. Yeah. I find myself
0: style... Sometimes I still find myself um, trying to follow a formula because I think, okay, you know, this is working for people. Maybe I can try doing, try doing the same yes, thing. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes when I when I feel a bit maybe pressured to post certain types of pictures, like you know, revealing certain, um, yeah, you know, certain things of myself, <laughs> things that things that society <laughs> like, likes. Exactly. I'm mean, like, okay, yeah. maybe this is what people want to see. Like, maybe I'll just post this. And it might not necessarily be what I want to post, but I'm like, okay, maybe people will like this, or so let me post this. Or if it's the middle of winter, and I'm thinking, okay, let me post a bikini picture, because maybe that's what people want to see. But then I started to, like, take that mentality and be like, you know what, like, if I want to post a bikini picture in the middle of winter, like, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? It's my body. Like, I can do what I want to do. Like, people might perceive it in a certain way, because, you know, it's the middle of winter. Why are you posting khat It's like... <laughs> (laughs) This is my body though, like I can do whatever I want, you know what I mean, and it was hard to shift that mentality of like, you know, it's winter so people expect you to be posting in a scarf and a jacket. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that.
1: You know, I'm going to post what I want to post. Did yeah. it take you long to get to a point? Because I know often we feel a lot of pressure from society to do things a certain way, post certain things. Yeah, Did it yeah. take you a while to get comfortable with saying, well, what you want, that's nice, but I'm just going to do me and you can like to it. Be honest, to
0: be honest, it's a constant struggle. Like one week I feel like, you know, I'm going to post what I want. I don't care. You know, I'm going to do what I want. And then the next week I'm a bit more mindful. and be like, okay, how is this going to affect what I'm currently
1: doing yes. who
0: i'm currently working with or what brands i'm currently working with because i have to consider that i do represent brands yes. and I, I am the ambassador of certain brands that and they have certain standards that they need me to uphold so i always have to consider that with the things that i post you know so Absolutely. that's the tricky thing is when you try to maintain a sense of self but you still try
1: and represent the brands that you work for work with It's interesting that you bring up the brands because I think for a lot of people the idea of a social media influencer or someone that makes money off of social media platforms is maybe a little bit foreign so can you maybe explain just how how do you make money on social media there's different ways to make money on social media like I think people get lost in
0: in the fact that okay I need to post selfies every day or outfit pics every day and Magically, I'm just gonna get paid. Like, yeah. Or Instagram. Like, I literally thought that if I got to a certain amount of followers, then Instagram it would start pay paying me. You. Or you know how YouTube works that they start paying you, but it doesn't work that way. You okay. know what I mean? You need to build relationships with brands and have them trust you, okay. and also build relationship with relationship with the people that are supporting you and following you because they um, they begin to trust your opinion, and I think that the more that they trust you, the more um, that's like your. Uh, it's, uh, for me, people's trust is like. Uh, a form of payment in itself. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean, because it's very hard to gain people's trust. It's your bargaining chip. Exactly, and when yes. you have people's trust, and it's almost like you have that power with brands to say, like, look, these people trust me. I built a relationship with them, so you should trust me too,
1: <clears throat> and let me be the middleman between you and them. Absolutely. Do you think that? YouTube or Instagram or being a social media influencer, creating content online is a viable career choice for people in South Africa in comparison to how it is in America or England? I mean, if you're going to
0: compare it to America or England, then it's obviously, we're still progressing. We're still far behind, but we are getting there. I went to a, I I, I was in a Google talk the other day, where they were talking about how progressive we actually are. You know, so it is getting there. It's just in certain categories, like beauty is a bit more progressive than any other category, you know? So we are getting there. It just might take a while to get there. And I think the more people get involved, like the more brands would want to pay us for
1: creating content. So you would say that that it's sort of an option for for anyone that wants it bad enough, anyone that really I wants to so, try. I think so. Yeah,
0: I think it's not an easy choice. I think like a lot of people think that it's an easy choice, um, but it's not easy, especially when you're starting out and you're trying to find your your avenue and you're trying to find your niche and your voice and your look and your feel and your sound. It's very hard to find something that other people haven't already identified in someone else. Okay. Yeah. So sort of building that community takes. A little yeah, exactly. Bit of time. Building a unique community that, you, like, that people can specifically identify with you. and Be like, no, that's what I get that I can't get anywhere else. That's what I get from you that I can't get from anywhere from anyone else.
1: Um, I think we all know that in sort of the media industry, there's a lot of pressure to create like good, consistent. Content, and then because I mean, you're a woman, it's, it's like added criticism based mm. on like what you look and the image yeah. you're putting out there. How do you deal with sort of that criticism, especially since a lot of your life is being put online?
0: Yeah, I think what I said earlier on like, there's a lot of pressure to, to post certain things and to not post certain things because you know it might be perceived a certain way. But I think, um, you know, I think females, or women need to stop being afraid of. What they might look like, you know, because it's not maybe in line with what society perceives to be acceptable at the time. But what we don't realize is that society is always shifting, you know, what might not have been tolerated a few years ago is starting to be tolerated now. Yeah. You know, so I think always keep an open mind because you don't want to be, you don't, you don't want to close your mind off and then in a few years' time, a few months' time, people start to shift
1: the perception and you could have been with them. You know, do you, do you think it's it's part of sort of a youth coming up in the industry's responsibility to shift that perspective? Definitely, yeah. I find that, like, you know, my younger sister, she's a lot more woke
0: than I am. <laughs> you know, she's telling me about things that I've never heard of. She's telling me about, like, articles that she's read on certain um, things that, ha- that, that has happened um, within certain spaces, maybe, like, LGBT or... You know things like that. Like yeah. I don't know, but so I'm learning a lot from her, I and mean, then I think we can learn a lot from the younger generations.
1: Absolutely. And and in these these moments of of criticism, you could say um, for the work that you did, is there ever moments where you like wonder is it still worth going on with this?
0: The thing is, I can wonder if it's worth going on with this, but then I think. Okay. What else? What you know? What else am I gonna do? Because either way I look at it, I'm gonna be in the industry because that's where I want to be. I mean, yeah. it's the life I chose. You know, like I said, I can't work a nine to five job. I can't work in admin or anything. I'm not equipped to do that. <laughs> you know, some people are equipped to do that and they're very happy doing that, but it's not something I can do. So no matter where I turn, it always, it, I will, I'll always end up in the entertainment industry and in the inter- <laughs> in the
1: entertainment industry, you're always. Open yourself up to that criticism absolutely is that where you find your motivation sort of this idea of this is what I want and if I want it bad enough yeah you've got to I, keep working at I it I always think to myself you know if it were easy
0: then everybody would be doing it and that is that's very rewarding to me because I think okay if I achieve this then it means that I really really deserve it you know because I always had this imposter. Syndrome, and I was like, okay, you know what? I don't belong here. Like, okay, I, I don't maybe I'm not supposed to be in this industry. Like, maybe I got here by luck or I was in the right time, the right, the right place. But I think, like, you know what? Like, there's a reason why I'm here, there's a reason why I've maintained being here because it's a different story to like be popping for something for one week and then be forgotten about the next week. You need to maintain that, you know, like get fuel from it. There's nothing wrong with gaining popularity from something, you know, okay. by
1: chance. And then if you want to go with it, then you can go with Keep it. Keep going. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you... Can I ask, like, what your plan is f- to to have longevity in, in what you've, you've created online in that sort of way? Because, like you said, sometimes things get popular and then they're not popular yeah. the next week. So how do you... Do you plan on creating content that has long-lasting effects? Or are you sort of just taking it as it comes and seeing what's the next step for you?
0: So, no, the thing is, I used to take it as it comes and just say, okay, whatever jobs I get this month will be cool, but then I started to think, you know what, it's not safe to do that because I might not be relevant next year or the year after, and that's the harsh truth about it. So while I'm relevant, I have to use this platform to maybe springboard other things that I want to do, you know, other businesses that I want to do while I'm still relevant. Yeah. And, you know, I have that that initial um, take-off, and then let it run on its own, you know, because I can't rely on always being relevant,
1: I think that's the danger.
0: your audience is what keeps you popular. Exactly, that's why you need to maintain that relationship with your audience, Have have as much engagement as you can, like, I do meet and greets, like, I've been doing meet and greets, like, probably once a month <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like eventually I think how many people can I actually meet in Cape Town I'm sure I've met everybody <laughs> in Cape Town already but I always try and have that relationship
1: with my supporters yeah absolutely um, when we take a look at some of the content that you like to create um, things that get your audience you know locked in and, and really have that relationship with you there's a lot of Content with your mom? Yeah. Would you say she's one of your biggest female role models in, in definitely. life?
0: Definitely. She's definitely. She's like my alter ego. Like she says everything <laughs> that I wouldn't say. Like she just says it out. it is she acts like how she wants. And like I wish that I could just say and do whatever I want. But I have so many things to consider. Like I said earlier. Yeah. But she has no inhibitions. Like she has no like <laughs> nothing. She'll just say what she wants to say. And that's really something that I admire. And I think that even if she were working with brands. She would still say what she wants to say you know she'll be like you know this is who i am if yeah. you don't want to work with me then don't work with me because this is what, who i am but i wish i could i'm slowly getting there but um i think it's a work in progress what so do you think
1: is sort of one of the biggest le- life lessons that she's ever taught you
0: you know she tells me this every other week like she, she'll just say be humble don't forget where you came from and you like don't ever think that you've arrived because there's always room to grow She'll tell me this because if we get into an argument, she's like, Yeah, you think you you think you've arrived. You think you're better than me. I'm still so your mother. Be humble. Like I yell it every single week, like I promise you. So that's the biggest
1: the biggest lesson. And it's and it's kept you grounded. It's something. Yeah, I mean it's forced you me to here. keep grounded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, let's say there's some young girls out there, they see Nadia Jaffa, they love Nadia Jaffa, and they want to be like Nadia Jaffa one day. What's what's some advice that you could give them?
0: I would say, like, it's okay to be weird, and it's okay to be different. Like, when I was younger, younger like, in high school, I'd always try and, like... Conform or be like what everybody else was like. I was like, okay, you know, maybe they won't like me if I show this weird side or this goofy side or show that I'm actually like quite an idiot, you know? Um, so I'd say like just embrace, embrace that, you know, you know that sense of like goofiness and silliness. And I would say that try to stay as this sounds wrong, but like I try and stay childish. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think it's just. Because everything is taken so seriously and everyone is so serious. Like when I go to an event or when I go to something that, you know, you're supposed to be prim and proper for, like I always try and just add a playful element to it, whether it's to my followers or I show them like a different side to it. Um, because. I find that when, when, when I was young and I was watching other people at events or certain things and they were serious and I was like, okay, no, this is not how I need to be to get there. This is who I need to be to get into those events for people to accept me. So I'm like, no, you don't need to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: that's what I try and project. I like that you said that because something that I love to do when I get to meet some new people is, is rapid fire questions because okay. I think it's the easiest way to get to know <laughs> <Yeah>. someone. <laughs> so just first thought that pops into your mind, first answer you think of when I say sunrise or sunset? Definitely sunset. Sunset. Yes. Okay. Movies or books? Movies. Ooh, love that. <laughs> love that. Do you have a favorite movie?
0: Um, Dirty Dancing and Beautiful. The Postures of Happiness.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. so you got like one beautiful love lot, story and, and one, I have one ghost. cry. Ghosts
0: <laughs> and um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different movies that I love. Anaconda, I love Anaconda. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like, Just like a whole stuff. mix. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. wonderful. Okay, if I said sushi or pizza, sushi. Ooh, agreed. Yeah, I think sushi, it's a Cape Town sushi. Thing. It's so good. <laughs> Definitely. Um,
0: go to the beach or go for a hike. I normally go for a hike and then I go to the beach.
1: Genius, I don't know, that, best of, yeah. again Ketan, Especially you have the, the Ketan best of
0: both worlds. What's your favourite colour? My favourite colour right now I would say is like yellow. But okay. my favourite colour is yellow but a colour to wear. I like red or black or blue, orange. Like I don't, I don't have no a colorful person. Yeah, I'm a colourful person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: mind. Tell me honestly Nadia, have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. It's like goodness. normal, <laughs> it it's normal. I agree, okay. It's <laughs> such um, a normal thing.
0: What's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is not living up to my full potential. Wow, I think that's a fear that a lot of people can yeah, identify yeah, yeah. with. I actually saw it in a series the other day. Um, and I was like, sure, this, this is actually quite true. I'm scared that I'm not going to
1: live up to my full potential. I think we're often our own sort of standards we are own downfall, downfall. at the end of the day yeah. there's nothing they, they,
0: you know there's, there's there's things put in place to maybe make us stronger but we perceive it as things like they don't want to make us fail so we look at it and we're like oh, you know what I'm just going to give up now because these things these things are always going to get in the way you know so. yeah
1: absolutely tea or coffee? Uh, tea without okay. milk Okay. And then what is one food that you despise? Something that you don't like to eat at all? Um, I I
0: can't stand peppers. Okay. I can't handle peppers.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. I can't. If it's in salads or anything, I can't handle it. it. Not what I thought you were going
1: going to go for, like a a classic danya. Yeah. I can't. (laughs) My mother always says the danya. (laughs) I can't. Um, Nadia, I have one more question. It's something that I I like to ask people. Um, we often put pressure on women to empower other women. Like a lot of sort of perspective changes have gone into making sure that women support women. But I think there's definitely a role that men can also take in empowering women. And, and yeah. I wanted to know from your opinion, what sort of one thing that men can do to help with the fight to empower women? I think women.
0: just, you know... I think the one thing they can do is just not comment if they think that we are inappropriately dressed, or you know, not feel that they have uh, power over us if we dress a certain way, and they think that they can you know say certain things or act in a certain way. I think like just leave us be, you know, let us just own our own femininity whichever way we choose, and um, yeah, I think that's the main thing. I think. Um, it's, a, it's still that very uncomfortable feeling that, that exists, you know, women have to consider the way that they dress at a certain time because of how they might be treated. So I think that's the one thing men can do. I know it's a,
1: it's a long fight, Yeah, but maybe we'll get there one day. Hopefully, that's definitely a hope for, I think, yeah. lots of women in South Africa. Yeah. Any final messages you'd like to give for women in South Africa and Women's Month? Um, I would think just continue
0: being your badass selves. Love that. And um, just be unapologetically yourself and own your femininity, whichever way you choose. And don't let anybody tell you how to act, how to dress, how to speak, or anything like that.
1: Amazing. Nadia, thank you so much. Thank you so much, for having Good me. luck with all of your future endeavors thank and your you. business plans and everything. Excited to see you. Thank you so to much. See it come together. I had fun. Me too. Thank you. you didn't even, did you drink your coffee? I took a sip. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> to hear more, check out the full interview on
1: 5FM TV on YouTube okay, ladies. or listen to it on 5 fmcoza Now let information.